Yacht on Yacht, Volume 98. 98? It's a Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. All we do now is Yacht on Yachts as we, as we barrel toward what Hunter calls double hundreds. The double one hundreds. I'm JD. You heard Hunter or Steve over there? Oh, Hollywood Steve. That's Dave. Hey. We rate the things on the Yachtsky scale. You wrote them in. Yes, the song's a Yacht Rocker and Yacht, and we're going to rate them. 50 and above are Yacht Rock songs. Below 50 are Yacht Rock. Pretty goddamn good, JD. Getting there, man. Getting there. Two more to perfect it. Three, two, yeah, two more times to perfect this intro. Yeah. This is a we're turning into a math prout uh, podcast with all these numbers we're throwing around. I yeah, know. the nerds love us. Two, three, one hundred. <laughs> no one knows. Fifty. I didn't even know numbers went that high. His first song is written in by Teresa via email. It's Planet Three Insincere from 1991. This is producer-songwriter supergroup consisting of Jay Graydon, Glenn Ballard, and Cliff Magnus. One-person supergroup. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it was recorded independently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this album, Music from the Planet, has many album covers uh, that I've found, but uh, one is very consistent with Jay Graydon's independent album cover aesthetic that I would call Elevated Comic Sans, or, ooh, Microsoft Word has a lot of fonts. Yeah, they really, they really kind of outdid themselves on uh, on this one. Yeah. I was planning on bone throwing this from an album back around like episode fifteen or sixteen of the regular podcast, uh, but I think I thought it wasn't yachty enough. I mean, and it wasn't this song either. I'm happy to give it another listen now that I kind of know what yacht rock is. Do you? Hey, eh, I, I, I'm getting there. Okay, give us, give me a number. I'm getting there. Let me, give me a number. Let's see. Uh, 50. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. For, the, for this song? Yeah. Number for this song? Yeah. Oh. In 1991. Yeah. This is... They, this is hold, on, hold on. Hold on. This is post Mr. <laughs> Mister. Dave's letting us know. We're going to find out. Does he know Yacht? I'm not, I'm not hearing much Yacht of anything on here. I hear a lot of power ballads. Yeah. Though. They let Glenn Ballard write a... Uh, uh, Glenn Ballard. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Wow. It's a power ballard. A little tired today. Man. I'm doing my best. All right. Well, now he's. This now, is uh. This is about. It's about 16. You're doing pretty good, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll give this uh an 11. There's not a yacht element to it, but I'm not gonna be mad because it's Jay Graydon, and uh, so I understand the question. Yeah, there's other there's other songs on this album that would have gotten closer. Yeah, but I think this person like hurt. I think Teresa hurt insincere and knew Jay Graydon was a part of it and was like, is Jay Graydon? I wonder if Jay Graydon is enough for this to be yacht rock. It's a question that makes sense. Would personnel does personnel mean more than one? Really? <laughs> it does yeah. usually mean more than one. I mean, if you're if you're saying this has personnel. But, but like Michael McDonald has elevated a lot of songs from the mid '80s that wouldn't really. But you would say cool. it has Michael McDonald. You wouldn't yeah. say it has personnel. What's the yeah. singular of personnel? Personal? Person. Ah, yeah. That was right. Have person. That was right in front of me. Purse one. 
But uh, yeah, so I can't I can't give it 33 for personnel. Yeah, this is uh, like the working man's version of Heading for a Heartbreak. When did that come out? Heading for a Heartbreak? I'm going to say 90. Yeah, I feel like that sounds right. 89 or 90. Okay, so this 91 isn't that sad for, for this to come out. Mm-mm. Well, it still predates grunge really turning on the Jets. Yeah. Power yeah. ballads post uh, Nevermind. You know, this is kind of power ballad time right now. Mm-hmm. No, this sounds right off of uh, MTV right before Nirvana broke. Yep, I bet. <laughs> Winger still coming out with ballads. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I remember a band that did a hair band came out with a song called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Is that Winger? That's that was Warrant. Warrant, yeah, those W two syllable hair bands. Yeah. White Snake. White well, Snake, yeah. White Lion. Regardless, I'm giving this a nine. Okay. Oh, you're a little angry about it. It's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. The fact that it has Jay Graydon on it makes me make it gave me at least one dot into nine and into the angry territory. Mm-hmm. If it would have just been a sweet power ballad, probably wouldn't have been angry. But now I know Jay Graydon did power ballads. <laughs> now I'm a little angry. What do you think, Steve? Well, as, as as power ballads by session guys go, it's it's no match for "I'll See You in My Dreams" by Giant, featuring <laughs> session guitar man Dan Huff, uh, known for his CCM work primarily. Uh, but even even worse than that, it's got Glenn Ballard, who produced and co-wrote songs on Alanis Morissette's. Jagged Little Pill. Oh, that's oh. your favorite. That, I can't go higher this than might... five on this thing <laughs> just because <laughs> of that motherfucker. Territory. And that's sincere hatred of that album on my part. Well, 10.25. Nope. Would like to point out Dave was the highest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that song is actually not too bad. You, if you if you take a step back and listen to that song, it's a very nice power ballad, uh, and it's a it's yeah. a hidden gem in the power ballad world. Speaking of hidden gems, this one's written in by uh, Steen West via email. It's Casablanca by Dane Donahue, a true lost gem of yacht rock. Um, he he's a lesson. Dane Donahue is kind of a lesson to the Eagles and all the harmonic folk rock guys, like the Nashes and the Stills and the Americas and the Pacos and whatnot. Yeah, you know, it's a lesson as to how they could have upped their game and made cool yacht rock. Cool yacht rock that would have been lost to the ages <laughs> instead of their incredible careers. Jenny, I, I got a question uh-huh. for you. When you see the word P-O-C-O, mm-hmm. how do you get Paco out of that? It just looks soft. Are you, are you doing that as a bit? or, or That's my bit. I, no, it just seems soft. Paco. Uh, pa... I don't know. I don't know. P O C Pock. Like like a pock. Like a like a hot. Like um like a chicken. Pox. Like a chicken pock. A pock mark. Yeah. P O C K. P O C. Like more hot. How and would less you say dog. How would you say P O C K? Poco. Because I know the no, band's called Poco. I didn't say that. I said P O C K. Like rock. Pock. Like if. Can you think of any words yeah, but that, that start is, with... It's the CK that makes it yeah, ah, instead of O. Uh-huh. Not like English makes any sense, but can you guys think of any words that start with P-O-C that's pronounced po? Pocahontas? <laughs> well, that's a name. That's a... That's a that's a that wouldn't work. That's an that Inuit would... word. Or that's, a, that's an in, 
Uh, no. Close enough. In- Inuit? Close <laughs> no. enough. What's it? Uh, the indigenous word. It's an indigenous word. Inuit. <laughs> Try to be all woke about Eskimos. <laughs> yeah, I like pocket. But that's CK again. Yeah. Ooh. Apocryphal. You know, I'm, I'm uh, looking for Starting. words P-O-C that go poke. Okay. Pokerful. There you go. Uh, so, let's see. Okay, oh, f- our fun fact here is I say that, like, the Eagles could have learned a thing or two about Yacht Rock with this one. Background vocals on this song, Don Henley, J.D. Souther, Tim Schmidt, and Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I was going to, so I was going to, I was going to point that out, but then I saw that it was on there. So yeah. when I did... I saw that you wrote it, asking on this. People at home, Dave wrote on here. What did you write, Dave? Let me let me write. Let me read what I wrote. Hunter, you introduced us to Dane. I did. Correct. Yes. He was uh, he was the second company, I believe, of of Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's a Broadway. Second, I think. We're talking third or fourth. He's probably touring company. Yeah, I think first, it's touring company. first you had Ian Gillian, and then you had the dude that was in the movie. That wasn't Ted Rice, because he played Judas. Okay. Let's not get too far in the weeds here. All right. <laughs> One thing I do want to point out real quick here. Hear this Nutballs vibraphone solo? Which one? The one that's playing right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Victor Feldman. Uh, it's that's gonna, right. This is going to be followed up by some smoky li- some smoking Larry Carlton guitar. There it is. And you also have high vending on piano. I was so, going to ask if that was the guy from Starbuck, but he plays the marimba, not yeah. the vibraphone. Totally different instrument. <laughs> so completely. So eventually, so to finish what I was going to say is eventually the tour, the Jesus Christ Superstar tour, made it to California, and they gave him a record contract, and uh, and he got a lot of people, but a lot of them were non yacht rockers. Mm-hmm. Huh. That, that he turned like the e- he had a bunch of eagles on here, and mm-hmm. then Stevie Nicks. But he, he had also, a lot of friends all over the the West Coast. But he's got yacht rock guitar guys. He's got Carlton, uh, oh, yeah, Jay, yeah. Jay Graydon's playing on this. No, Lukather's no. playing on this you album. Got, you gotta understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm I'm not saying that he's that he didn't have the yacht rock guys. I'm saying he had guys who would be on a wine, a yacht rock wine website for being yacht rock <laughs> that aren't yacht rock. Yeah. Yeah. They are also on here. Um, but he's very smooth in his singing, and it works. If Dane Donahue were bigger, perhaps he would have been the bridge we needed betwixt the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac to bring them into the Yacht Rock fold. But you can hear this sounds like... There's some Eagles vibes on this here. This sounds like an e- he has Eagles sounding stuff in here. It's also some a lot of Steely Dan sounding stuff in here. Yeah. He's that bridge between the, the conflict between Steely Dan yeah. and... Uh, and the Eagles. I thought the song FM was the bridge. He was the human bridge. You don't get the guitar noodling that you had, the jazzy guitar noodlings in here in the Eagles song, I don't think. Am I missing? The- I mean, most Eagles songs don't have the chord progressions to support jazzy noodling. Yeah. Very yeah, they're they're simple. structured. Yeah. This is, this isn't very countrified. Mm-hmm. This countrified? It isn't. Yeah. Oh, not like the Eagles. Yeah, it's, it's down and dirty. This yeah, sounds York. like Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. And then when it but goes, there's to still chorus, a touch of America and Eagles in here. That's like a touch. Yeah, it's not dominating. Yeah. I want you to listen to the very beginning of this song. Steely Dan. Yeah. Ricky, don't lose lose that number. Yep. Yeah. 
That's all I wanted you to do. Yeah, hear. it's not beating you over the head with it. It's not like someone mashing their dick into your face saying, you look hot, let me take your temperature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very nice uh, Fender Rhodes E-Piano. So, Dane's an interesting case study. Yeah. Also had a tragic downfall, I believe, in Ohio later. Yeah, was it a real estate scandal? Yeah, I think so. You had a hard time finding anything about this guy, but you told us all about him previously. It was when I did a lot of research on these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I started, I was, uh, I got to the point of checking criminal records. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a Lexus search. <laughs> that was uh, early, earlier days of the podcast. Um, so, this song... I don't know. I'm not sure where it stands on the Yatsky scale. I think it's. I'm going to start at the middle and at 75 as the Yacht Rock song and uh, work my way one way or the other from there. Uh, I think it's. I think it's down from 75. I'm going to say 65. I'm going to. I'm yeah. going to give you a number where I am. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with 65. That's always kind of felt. And Dane Donahue varies up and down. Um, I think we put two of his other songs in the low 80s possibly with, but that's Can't Be Seen which is fucking awesome and uh, Woman which is also awesome Can't Be Seen is a song where they're listening to raunchy rock and roll it's that so was, good that was in 85 what the hell is this song about it's about Casablanca yeah but what aspect of it I mean we've uh, got a movie we've got uh, uh, Bertie Higgins singing about the movie <laughs> I think it's about shooting the movie. It sounds like it's yeah, sound stage, seven. Sound stage yeah. seven. I'm glad you brought up Bertie Higgins. It's a very mm-hmm. Bertie Higgins song. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like Bertie Higgins. I'll give it a 67. I'm going to give it an even 70. And then I'm going to say we should all go listen to the song Hawkus Pacus by Focus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's pretty cool. All right. Well played, Steve. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take I'm lower on this one. I'm going 60. I would I would say if, uh, if any DJs out there absolutely have to play or reviews of this genre, actually absolutely have to play an Eagles song, why don't you bridge it with a Dane Donahue song? Just... Yeah. Throw, throw the audience. At least nice let the bridge. audience know you know what you're talking about. But, Steve, my request was a P-O word. P-O-C word. Yeah. Hocus pocus. Pocus. Okay. Pocus. That's it. Hocus pocus. Yeah. Pocus. That's all you can find. I have a lot more words that are pock. Paco, guys. C-A-C-O. Yeah, it's a proper name in Spanish. Let's see if I've affected JD. Yeah, I, I know he wasn't <laughs> pronouncing it Paco. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Do we do we, do we have their average? We do. Sixty-five point five. That's yacht. John Hunt at Johnny Blackout has requested that we yachtski tonight. You made my day by Peter Allen. What a song! What a what a songwriter for pays title. <laughs> wait, wait. Who is this? Peter Allen. One hundred. <laughs> well, give me. <laughs> listen up here. John Hunt writes. I'm not an expert, but it strikes me that this Peter Allen song is all the hallmarks of Yacht, despite being from the much too late 1990. 1990. I love a ruling from Gene Yatsky. Hashtag Yacht on Yacht. 100, huh, Dave? 
All right, well, this is going to be an interesting score. Yeah. This is uh, from... No, this, that's not my real score. I was doing a, doing a joke with my number. This is from the album Making Every Moment Count from 1990. Hey. This is his first album. It sounds album. pretty yachty so far. His first honest. album since 1983 is Not the Boy Next Door and his last before his death in 1992. And somewhere between those, he, was in a, he started a Broadway show called Legs Diamond about a mobster yeah. who uh, wanted to break into show business. It ran for about 62 shows. Yeah, there was an actual gangster named Legs Diamond and also a hair metal band named Legs Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I have, I have one of their albums. Yeah. One of their Did they do 777? I don't know. I Maybe like I'm confusing my... Legs Diamond might Maybe be the I'm one just... that Sebastian Bach was in for a minute before he joined Skid Row. I'd have to look Maybe it up. I'm just, I'm just thinking of Vegas and mobsters. Um, the show was pretty universally panned with a lot of critics uh, saying it was awkward to watch Peter Allen play against type as sort of a Lothario. Uh, and one reviewer said he spent the whole show watching Peter Allen wondering what he should be doing with his hands. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very poor performance. I just looked it up, and uh, the band I was thinking of that did 777 is Demals. Ah. Oh, yeah, they did that song, Destroll. Yes, they did. I'm not making that up. They did. Uh, uh, Legs Diamond is from the late 70s. Yeah, they're not the ones that, uh, that Sebastian Bach was in. That band had a couple ladies in it. Um, when Peter Allen makes a boat, you know, songs like By Coastal. Mm-hmm. One Step Over the Borderline, badass songs. Really yeah. cool. But mostly his stuff is like boring sentimental ballads that sidle up next to Barbara Streisand music. But yeah, it's song. like very, it's it's like what soft rock is when it's in New York and it's not Yacht York. It's very Broadway. Yeah. It's, he did he did co-write uh, Arthur's theme. Good point, Dave. Yes. Thank this you. This guy knows Yacht Rock. Yep. There's no personnel note on here because in 1990, all the outright guys were busy experimenting with Microsoft Word's font database. Call back. Yep. <laughs> um, we just got person on this. But Steve's right. This sounds yachty. Yeah. It, really does. it, it sounds like it could have been recorded in the yacht era mm-hmm. and just never released as a follow-up until yeah. 1990. And he's got that doobie, that that he's doing a little of that doobie shit. There's a couple elements that makes it feel like 1990 a little bit. A couple Sex. production elements, but the it's date. not like this. That sucks. And the, but that sounds like it could be Paulinho da Costa doing a percussion break yeah. over the drum machine. Yeah, it's more like the the synth that's being used. The sax screams late 80s to me a little bit. Yeah, but it's not killing it. I mean, we've we've let uh, we've let R and B songs with much more uh, uh, high tech synth sounds onto the boat than this. Sounds like a TV sitcom from the early it '80s. Does, it definitely does. Yeah, a lot of those were written by Jay Graydon, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. I don't hate it. I'm not going to give it a hundred. Not even close for me. I'll no, give it- you'd have to be insane. You'd have to be really? a really big Peter Allen fan. Like, yeah. you'd have had to have like brought a picture of Peter Allen, like, hung it up on the, on a bulletin board in the room where we do the podcast, or maybe uh, found uh, some old Peter Allen posters for sale and bought all that they had, <laughs> just to make sure you got them. I, you know, I don't think you're a Peter Allen fan. I think you're a, 
uh, bi-coastal video fan. Yeah. Well, I think also, if I sat you down and made you listen to every other, every other Peter Allen songs and those two songs, I think you'd have a pretty boring afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the Rio video. Yeah. Um, I give this a 60. I think it kind of fits, but um, it's too, a little too modern. to. I'll go higher than that. I'll go 68. Thanks, son. Yeah. You're changing your number? Yeah. I, huh, 100, remember the stink this guy gave? 100 wasn't real. It was a joke. I already explained that. You yeah, it wasn't a it. joke. Jokes are funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, that was a good joke. That was a real good joke. Uh, Dave, did you ever show anybody the picture that I, I I made of you when you were having fun in Hawaii? No. Uh, well, I, you know what? I did. I shared it. Uh, I shared it with JD. I think. Well, maybe you should share it with the audience sometime. Yeah. I think I still have that in our text history. All right. Well, in five months or wait, five weeks after after we record that, you should load mm-hmm. that onto the old Twitter and show people how much fun you're having. In- in Hawaii, yeah, you it's really a tropical area of Hawaii. You really uh, spiced up my uh, my stay. I didn't do anything. It was just a picture of you. I give it a sixty-two. Steve, what are I'm you? Go- I'm going sixty-nine, baby. Nice. All right, sixty-four point seven five. Man, nice. That's yacht rock. Good find. Nice showing in the from nineteen ninety. Yeah, it's a rare company. Wouldn't, wouldn't have thought to look there. That might be. Is that gonna? No, we definitely have new stuff. This one's written in by Glenn Glenn Case at Glenn Case. Continue as you get on the boat. Admittedly, Sarah is sentimental lyrics, but the sound is shockingly close to Yacht Rock compared to what I would expect from Thin Lizzy. And I also believe that he dedicated this one to you, Mr. Dave. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's from the 1979 album Black Rose, a rock legend. No personnel, but Phil Lynott plays a 12-string guitar somewhere on the album. That sounds pretty cool, a lot of strings. Yeah. Probably yeah. a nice, rich sound on those guitars. He does not play that 12-string on this song. No. But... You know who plays harmonica on this song? I do, but I'll let you tell him. Huey Lewis. Thanks, son. Yeah. If I believe, if I, if I was skeptical and I looked deeper into it, uh, <laughs> it's, it's uncredited. That's why. You thought it was a Dave just, fact. Yeah, I thought it was a Dave fact. But Clover, Huey Lewis's band, was touring with Thin Lizzy at the, t- at the time. I think this this track was recorded live. Um, so there we go. Now he played with them on on the album. He, he, uh-huh. was, he was Thin Lizzy's harmonica guy. Yeah, we we talked about it before, yeah. like way back when we were talking about Huey Lewis. Man, that would have been a Great part of an ep- a yacht rock episode. Yeah, Clover was also Elvis Costello's backing band on his first album. Fun with, fact with Huey Lewis. Yeah, I you believe so. Yes, would have been fun to play Huey Lewis with some massive gene meat. With Phil Linnett having a gene meat contest. Yeah, ha- having a meat off. I did. <laughs> um, I know what. What was that? What do you got? What? I was going to talk about uh, something I found. Oh, like the that photo of him holding a penthouse in his no, uh, skivvies. No, it had nothing to do with with Huey Lewis or or Gene Lizzie so or Gene Meat. All right, I never thought about this one for the boat, but God damn it, never a misstep with these guys. Does it help the I, sentimental lyrics are about his newborn daughter and not a lover? Uh, no, I mean uh, sentimental lyrics aside, 
the sound's not quite right for the boat, I don't think, but uh, it, I like how different this song sounds. Yeah. I've never heard a song quite like it. You know why it's so different from other Thin Lizzy stuff is because Phil Linnett wrote it Huey uh, Lewis was on the harmonica. as a solo project for himself, and he threw it on the album at the last minute because they didn't have enough tracks for the album or some shit you like that. You ever listen to Thin Lizzy's or Phil Linnett's solo stuff? I think I have. It's, yeah. I played some for you. Yeah. You guys. It's Yeah, I've, it's I've listened to his really stuff with the Greedies, which is like half of Thin Lizzy and half of Sex Pistols. I'm talking about his solo stuff. It's more new wavy and it's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's synth heavy. It's really um, good. And his band after this was called Grand Slam. And they did a lot of new wavy kind of stuff. Uh, I'm going to give this... 100. An 11. An 11, really? What? That's really low. No, it's not. I'm yeah. not angry about it, I but know. it's low. Ah. There's no personnel on it. No, there's it's not. It's Thin Lizzy. It doesn't sound like a Yacht Rock song. All it has is a 12-string guitar on it. That's no, it, it doesn't even have it's a 12-string guitar. 12 string oh, but it doesn't even have that? I saw. He plays on the album somewhere. I feel like it's bouncy. Sarah. I like the groove underneath it. I'm just not sure that... Uh, yeah, that percussion it's not, it's is important. It's not a Yacht Rock song, but you should, I don't think you should be angry about it. I think it's just a little closer to Yacht Rock than that. I think. Yeah, I'm mid-30s. Yeah, me too. I think I'm 30... 35. Nah, 30. I'll give it 38. Oh. I'm going even 30. 28.5. It is Nyat. Next one's written in by Incandescent Machine at the artsy Marsha, Martha. The artsy Martha. It's low Borges, Todo Prazer. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Tado. Tado, yeah. Tado Tado Prazer. <laughs> Tado Prazer. Guy lives down the block from me. Tado Prazer. Good guy. You bring over Good old a Tato. six sometimes. Tado. Tado. Uh, it's hard to find anything on this. It's from the album Nuvem Sigana. Brazilian. So. Right, well, they said Portuguese. So, low spearheaded a group of Brazilian musicians as uh, a movement they called it Club da Esquina, which was for some reason a milestone for Brazilian pop music. I don't know that much about it. reading off Wikipedia here. In the early 70s, they, were, they had more of a, of a prog rock sound, this guy. A little bit folk, a little bit Grateful Dead Noodly. Definitely jazz influenced, but not in any cool palatable way in the in the early days. Not like not like Yacht Rock is. You hear some of the style in this nineteen eighty two album, but we're talking about this song. Is anyone Is anyone gonna call career. him out on that? No, we're all enjoying how JD says words. But I, what word did I say wrong this time? Nothing. Palatable? Palatable? Yeah. Palatable. It's right next to the the palate. The, the palate. The palate. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are dickwads. Uh, there's a lot of words. We're a bunch of, we're a bunch, we're a bunch of dackwids. There's a lot of words where the root word pronunciation changes when you add a suffix. I can't think of any off the top of my head because I'm obviously tired and I'm pronouncing words Listen, like palatable it's correctly. A good thing. It's a good thing you're a writer and not a reader. 
Listen, I'm a reader too. I, I talked to Tato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says this guy's 100% correct. Yeah. Right. Well, I stand corrected. Um, They're both right, is what Tato said. This is a tough one. Sounds a little different. Maybe that means it's not Yacht Rock. It's proggy. It's too proggy for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. hate it, though. It's, it's proggy. It's, uh, I listen to a lot of uh, international prog sounds like that. It's, it's not German. Um, this feels like a Grateful Dead riff. This feels like the Grateful Dead riff that the hippie who lived below me in college played endlessly for two years. Yeah, we had one of those next door. We'd, we'd have a speaker war where we'd put the speakers against each other's walls, and we ultimately won because we had louder speakers. Sir Win Vegas? Those, those were the ones. Actually, no, it was before my Sir Win Vegas. Those were my fat friend Jimmy's speakers. What? My roommate, my dorm room. Oh, okay. Jimmy. Your buddy. I think they were Pioneer. All right. I didn't... I give this... Anybody, somebody else start. I'll start again. I'll give this a... Uh, give us a 30. I'll go 34. Mm. Uh, that guy's mispronouncing Tato Prazer. Mm. <laughs> 25. I think it's yachtier than you guys think it is because I like the E piano. I like the mellow vibe. I, I feel like it's. I thought I was going low. Enough. Um, I'll give it a 42. 32.75. Nope. Finally, we got one written in by Andre <laughs> Jouard. Nailed it. At Andy French. It's three H's if you're going to look them up. How? And he writes, how about the Midnight on the Bay by Steel's Young Band? I am hearing a bounce. There's a nice percussion. And it's about sailing. The singer-songwriter feel and harmonica probably kill it. But I'm curious. Hashtag yacht on yacht. 1976 album by the Stills Young Band, Along May You Run. There's no personnel. That's not an E-Piani. That's an organ. Also, that's Neil Young, Mm -hmm. which automatically works against it being smooth. I think that might also be Stephen Stills. No, that's Neil Young. Wait, were you making a joke? There's some backup there. Man, this, is, this puts me in a mellow mood. I love this, this this kind of stuff. Not for the boat, but I love this kind of music. The Laurel Canyon sound. When Neil Young's yeah. involved, there's a, such a rich beauty to it. Yeah, he's got one of those voices, like a Ralph Stanley kind of thing. It just, like, cuts. Mm-hmm. And his songwriting, too, it's just haunting. Neil Young is good, guys. That's my hot take. Yeah, keep your eye on that guy. He's, he's going to show us something someday. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't like Neil Young. I love Neil. You know, a his lot good of people... stuff is great, and his bad stuff is boring. On the Beach is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm on the beach! And there's your Yacht Rock album. It's called On the Beach. Yeah. Done! 100! Um, so, this is obviously isn't even close to Yacht Rock. Huey Lewis on harmonica, probably. Yeah. 
Huey Lewis's dick on harmonica. Yeah, you can hear the you can hear the the girth <laughs> just blowing, just blowing. <laughs> <laughs> like the way you can stick your butt in the air and suck air in and fart yeah. it out. He can do that with his dick. Oh, like lepetamine. Also, yeah. what's it? What's it? What? Yeah, lepetamine. What's it called? He's a fartist. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was oh. the guy from France who could suck air into his bundle oh. and fart it out. Everybody that's, can do that. That's what the Mel Brooks character in uh, Blazing Saddles was named, Governor Lepetamine. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's named after yeah. that guy. Oh, okay. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Yeah. It sure is. Fun fact about Huey Lewis's dong prehensile, like an elephant's trunk or a monkey's tail. Yeah, it's got an elbow. Pick, pick things up with it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's got a knuckle. Got, a, got an uncle? A knuckle. Um, uncle Knuckle? Oh, I looked I looked up the credits to My Aim is True, and Huey Lewis does not play harmonica on it, even though Clover is the backing band on that album. Wait, which? Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. He's back oh, to Elvis okay. Costello. I backed it up. Um, back to uh, penis movements. Young men just getting involved in making love to women or... Yeah, it's got to be women. If you want to blow their minds, do, like... Flex. Flex. And make your boner bounce up and down while your hands are up in the air. Mm. They won't know what's happening. It'll blow their minds. Yeah. It'll blow their minds. All you young men out there listening Mm. to our program. Try not to shit while you do it, because it'll ruin your whole night. Depends on the lady. You can impress your friends with that. It doesn't have to just be a lady. It's true, but most dudes are going to be like, well, yeah, I can do that, too. No, everybody will be like, yeah, I could do that too. They would be like, Hunter, why are you showing us your boner? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you're doing boner push-ups with all your buddies. Um, That's what I'm saying. Leads to, leads yeah. to a night of fun. Yeah. Showing get yourself, off. Give yourself that uh, tip-tap teepee. Let's see. What's the, what's there to like about this song? 76. It's, for the, it's for of the, the boat? Era. Uh, I'll give it a one. <laughs> Wow, makes you angry? That angry? Listen, it's so not a Yacht Rock song. Yeah, absolutely not. Well, he just said sailboats. There it is, Yacht Rock. 100. <laughs> oh, God, another 100? Wait, you're giving it the same score as Peter Allen? Yeah. Well, he, giving, he said sailboats, Steve. I'm giving it a 10. Uh, I'll go 12, because I'm not angry. I think it's just the soothing sounds. I'll give it 14, because it does feel good to me. Hmm. Even though it is... Not a Yacht Rock song. 9.25. Yeah, okay. Wait. Yeah, one. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. Alright. I'm very excited here. I've got a very important plug. Got a buddy. Steve, you'll like this. Uh, you have a buddy? Yeah. Tony Thaxton, drummer of Motion City Soundtrack, has a new podcast. You fuckers at home are going to love it. It's called Bizarre Albums, and it's incredible. It takes you on a journey behind some of the weirdest albums around. His first episode just went live on Apple Podcasts. He features the wrestling album from 1985. His future episodes may or may not feature Dee Dee Ramone's rap album. The podcast, it's informative, it's fun, it's only about 15 minutes long. He's a sweet dude with a sweet podcast. Give it a listen. Bizarre albums on Apple Podcasts. You will not be disappointed. 
Hey, Dave, it's me. It's me, Tony Jackson. Hey, hey what's up, Tony? Here's your money. Hey, hey thanks. Hey. Thanks, bro. Here's your $5. I promise thanks, you. Thanks, bro. Thank the plug. Hey, I want a cut of that. Well, you didn't say shit. I think that's all the credits we need. Not my buddy. Wait, let me read these. Yeah, lots of credit to Tony Thaxton and his podcast, Bizarre Albums. Patrickology, Samuel J. Hill, Matt Bird, OSHA City Defender, Matt Tony Rousseau. Tony Thaxton. These guys are great. Bizarre Albums. Give me my cut. Find their home phone numbers. Give them a call. Network.